Time it is, you know what day it is. It's five o'clock, it's Wednesday, it's time for Out of Bounds with your host, Brandon Lawrence. And uh, I guess the key word is gonna be hey, let's that's the key word be hot today. It's hot, you know, because we all know what the weather really is. But let the key word be hot, man. So, you know, let's get into it. Kentucky's 26, you know, um, ain't no surprise. What else can you say? What else can you say? It was funny though, right? I was looking. I think people. I think people are just looking to, uh, like, I don't know. They're looking to just kind of nitpick now. I saw some guy, some guy that was talking about, oh man, if they would have rebounded, if they would have rebounded, if they rebound like that, you know, for the rest of the season, they're gonna lose. I'm like, look, man, they haven't lost. They rebounded like that last night, and they still won. So what's I mean, what's your problem? What's you know what's your what's your uh, what's your major malfunction? But anyway, I mean, look. But like I said, look. Remember what I said last week. Nobody likes somebody a winner who wins all the time. People like winners. They like sometime winners. They like you know mediocre. Because they could they could yell at them and they could cheer for them, but if you win all the time, the only thing you can do is really cheer for somebody and then kind of like nitpick at at little stuff, you know, like oh they didn't they didn't play hard, they didn't play very hard for that play, but they won, so who cares? So you know, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Moving on, since we're sticking with this. Uh, I guess this college basketball theme. UK won last night, of course. We got two, two, uh, one big game, one big game tonight, and it's 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 a rivalry, rivalry game, ACC game, Tobacco Road, North Carolina and Duke tip off tonight. I mean, you know, it's and and, and I was, it, it got me thinking. It got me thinking. What is, you know, this is an awesome rivalry. This thing, I think it's like forty four. And 43, Carolina's winning by one because Duke's pretty much owned them, owned them the last, what, 10 or 11 seasons. But, um, you know, it got me thinking, what is the best rivalry in sports? Well, what are the best rivalry? Are we talking, you know, tonight, of course, is Duke, North Carolina, which is an awesome rivalry, dates back. You know, you got the battles with Shashevsky. Well, he he battled everybody. Shashevsky, um against Smith. Now Shashevsky against Roy Williams. Um, it was you know Shashevsky's whatever. You know he's 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 doing his thing. Basketball Hall of Fame, all the wins, blah blah blah. But you know, Carolina, 
that kind of uh, I I don't know. I mean, it's a rivalry game, but you, I think that the money, the good money's on Duke, man. Duke's number two, supposedly had the, one of the best players in the country. Carolina's fifteen out of the top ten, but Carolina's streaky. They can do something. Um, you know, so it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very good game. Hopefully it'll be a competitive game all the way through. Um, you know, and then plus it's got that special, it's got a special emphasis tonight because, um, of course, Dean Smith, uh, just passed last week. Um, and you still big, big Carolina guy, uh, ESPN announcer, uh, Stuart Scott passed away a few weeks ago. Um, he's a Carolina alum. And you know, and then plus I'm and, and, and people, but it, the game's at Duke. But you know, I guess Carolina, Carolina's had a lot of stuff going on, man. I mean, that because that, everything kind of always adds and and goes in. They're going through, they're going through that big uh, cheating scandal. It's going, it's coming to a head. People are getting fired, and you know, I guess the announcements are going to be uh, made about it. And as well, they had a killing over there, a, a shooting. Uh, a week or two back, uh, a couple Muslim students were shot. Uh, I think these were graduate students. They were shot allegedly over a parking space, but some people say it's a hate crime. Um, so Carolina's got a whole, you know, Carolina's got a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, stuff going on. You know, a lot of social stuff going on, anxiety, some turmoil, you could say. So you know, I don't know how much that'll play into it. Um, but you know, who knows? And the plus Duke, you know, they've got the, I guess you could pretty much say Duke has got this addition by subtraction. Um, they let, they let Suleiman go and they've been, you know, balling ever since. So, um, we'll, we'll see. And then of course it's a local team playing tonight. Uh, you might have heard about them. Um, who is it? The Louisville Cardinals are playing, uh, Syracuse without Chris Jones, he's suspended. Blah blah blah. So I guess you know it's it's some, it's some intrigue, it's some intrigue, it's some drama tonight in college basketball. You got to have something else besides the game. It's crazy because you are nowadays it's just not enough to play the game. You have to have some type of intrigue, some type of um, backstory because the game of uh, the game obviously is not exciting enough to anticipate. So you have to have, you know, you you, ha- you got to have the other side of the story, another story besides watching the game to build up to build up to the to the climax of the game. So you know, hey, this this is this is just the nature of the it's it's edu- it's uh edutainment, it's entertainment. So you know, hey, that's just that's just what it is. And speaking of some entertainment, entertainment value, um. We got another Michael Sam story. NFL combines coming up, so we can, you know, this is this goes along this is, goes along the lines of that. Um, I guess Sam's keeps getting asked about uh about him, you know, whether he was um he thinks the NFL kind of blackballed him because <laughs> because because um because he was because he is, excuse me, a homosexual. And he kinda, you know, but you gotta you gotta keep in mind now. Sam still wants to play ball. He wants to play in a uh, NFL ball. So you know this is his response. I don't believe that being gay has. This is Michael Sam's response. 
I don't believe that being gay has kept me off an NFL roster, but I will challenge anyone who says I don't have the talent to make it in the league. And I will continue to push myself every single day and do whatever it takes until I can earn another roster spot. Over the last few months, I've been approached by networks about participating in pregame shows or being guest analysts, especially towards the end of the football season, college football season. I've even been asked point blank, why don't I quit football to explore other career opportunities? I tell them the same thing every time. I'll give up the game when my legs are both broken. Um, I'm a football player, and I will keep fighting for my dream to play in the NFL. It's a politically correct answer, um, you know, because – you know, obviously, you don't want to you don't want to um, insult any future employers that he's got in the NFL, and he and he kind of because you remember Sam got a bad rap last year about kind of wanting wanting to be the show. You know, he he'd signed on or tried to sign on with the reality some type of reality show um, before he'd even um, you know made a team and. I guess it was kind of frowned upon. I think the NFL pulled the plug on that. So I think he's taking a different approach this year as far as trying to get back into the NFL as far as, hey, you know, leaving stuff alone, not being in the spotlight by not doing public appearances um, and, and or paid public appearances and, you know, analyst jobs and things like that. I mean, but, you know, hey, it's one of those things. Definitely, if Michael Sam's gets picked up by a uh, by a team, stays on it. He say he stays in the league two or three years. I think Sam could stay in the league. I think he, I think he can make it and stay in the league. It's not you know he he could two or three years and then he quits and he becomes the analyst. And then you know it's by that time you know we got this you know gay marriages all over the country, even in Alabama, and then. You know he's open to a wide, a wide range, a wide ranging audience, and he's you know he knocks it out of the park, man. He's he's the next Joe Buck. Brendan, let me ask you this question: If Michael Sam loves the game of football so much, why continuously turn down opportunities to play in the CFL and show at least the people in the NFL that he can play? I know that people like Tim Tebow and Vince Young have turned down the NFL, CFL opportunities, but they also are two former first round picks that still think for some reason they're deluded that they have NFL abilities, even though they don't. Michael Sam has not even had the opportunity to at least show that he can play in the NFL. Why turn down a CFL opportunity when players have gone to the CFL and shown that they can they deserve NFL opportunities? I don't think that – I mean, well, the game that, so what's much, the track record of that? What's the track record? It's not a good track record of going from the CFL to the NFL. Maybe not, but you're also playing football. For someone who says they, they love the game and they, won't, they, won't, they want to play until their legs say they can't, then why turn down an opportunity to play professional football? He wants to play in the NFL. Well, I get that, but you yeah. got to do something that you you want to play football. It's football. I mean, I know well, it's Canada, but he I mean, don't want to play. He don't want to play Canadian ball. It's well, like then, you then know, don't it's, t- then don't tell me that you want to play for a long well, game. Nah, I don't know. I mean, think you're being harsh on the kid. I'm man. no, I'm being realistic. I'm saying don't feed me this. Kid. You'll play for you know nickels, and you play for love of game, and you'll play to your legs <laughs> fall off. But you won't. You'll turn down opportunity to play professionally. Just because it's not the NFL, there's no. I just I don't like. He, that. He's 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 a uh, he's a cocky athlete. He doesn't want to play. He thinks he doesn't want to play in the CFL. It's beneath him. I don't think it's beneath him at this point. Well, he's a sixth. He thinks round, he's, it a, is. he's a seventh round practice squad player. He thinks it is. The, that's like him. Yeah, that then that's his problem. Not. I mean, you know, I I, <laughs> I don't. 
I don't know if I agree or disagree with what he's doing. I mean, it's his decision. But obviously, he thinks that, you know, he's too good for the CFL. Doesn't wanna, he doesn't want to hurt his brand. And um, I don't know. Maybe uh, it's, I don't know, man. Who knows? To, to, to me, the reason he, he wants to make it in the NFL. The reason he turns it down is the same reason Tebow and, and Vince Young do it. They're afraid that they're, they're going to be exposed for not being as good as maybe their perspective image lets it be. The mystery of how good they can be. They go to CFL and they fail. Then people go, oh, well, no wonder they don't belong in the NFL. Michael Sam's afraid of failing in the CFL. I don't know, man. I mean, I, you know. I mean, you know, you took you took psycho psychology one on one, man. I didn't take that, so I don't know, man. My, but look, my limits of psychology is limited to what I learned off SVU episodes. Well, hey, that's, <laughs> hey, it might it might but get I do you have a sixteen credits. seasons of shows to watch. It might get so. you some credits at University of Phoenix. <laughs> but look, the thing about it is this: and it, how could you how could you compare Vince Young to Tim Tebow, man? Well, because those are examples of two other players who have, have publicly. T- turned down CFL opportunities, but yet oh, still yeah. can't get in the NFL. Yeah, Vince Young was rookie of the year, man. Yeah, I made just, a Pro Bowl. That's why I'm combining the two. No other reason but the fact that they are. He's got a winning record in the NFL. He does. Yeah. So, you know, hey. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. He's also gained as much weight know. as Mr. Belding has in recent years. Hey, and, well, that happens. That <laughs> and happens. has an attitude somewhat similar to Chris Jones. Not a good combination. If you're not playing, then, you know, if you don't have, it's, it's all about discipline. You know, it's about discipline. But uh, I, I don't know. Michael, best of luck to Michael Sands, man. Best of luck to Michael Sands. And look, look. speaking, speaking of uh, delusional, what's up with your boy, with your boy Lance Armstrong, man? This cat, can, you can't believe anything he said. I mean, we already knew he couldn't believe him because he cheated all those years with the Tour de France. But also, this guy... He he's he doesn't even own up to traffic violations. He got this rec- he got a reckless driving charge, but he let his girlfriend take the charge initially, and because they he didn't want to the meet the media scrutiny or whatever. But I mean, come on, man, what, what's the deal, man? We all know you. I mean, that's the oldest trick in the book, man. He was drunk. He was drunk. They switched seats, waited a few days, and now they can't get him for. Uh, they can't get him for a DUI, man. Lance Armstrong, I don't know, man. You know, this is what this is what uh we we hey, can we get a clip of Rasheed Wallace saying "ball don't lie" because this is what it is, man. The ball don't lie. Brian Shaw, the, the Pacers t- assistant coach, got technical for that for saying "ball don't lie" during the he, you remember that Heat series last year? Uh, there was a foul call. And I don't, I don't, I don't know who took the shot. He, he, he missed it. And the, he looked at the referee sitting next to him and said, the ball don't lie. And the ref teed him up. I don't remember <laughs> that. But, I mean, this is perfect exa- a perfect example, man. The ball don't lie, man. Your boy Lance Armstrong is just like, he's he he is what he is. He's a liar, man. Are you making a joke when you use the term ball don't lie and Lance Armstrong? He's a liar. That's supposed uh, to be a, a, a bad pun joke, maybe. Uh-uh. <laughs> I really, man, you know, I don't really make – Jokes about men geni- men's genitalia, man. I'll leave that to you, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you still secretly crush for Tom Brady, but no, you don't man. want anybody to know about it. That's you, boss. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's you by with, the, way, with by the Uggies with the Uggies on, man. Well, too That's cold you, right boss. now for the Uggies. Uggies can't handle the snow, That's so you. I had to go back to the tennis shoes. I'm not paying another 150 bucks <laughs> for some Uggies that get ruined in the snow. Uh, this just in, by the way, worst breaking news ever. Dallas Mavericks has officially signed Amari Stoudemire. 
Oh, we already knew that was going to happen yesterday. It, That's why it's the worst breaking news ever. Eh, it's not. It's not. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, he might be able to fit in. You know, that's I, a good thing for Dallas. About, Amari Stoudemire is a team player, so you know, I mean, he's speaking. You know, you talked about those other two guys. You thought that they were delusional. Amari Stoudemire is not delusional, man. He knows his limitations. He knows. He knows his role. Um, the Knicks and, were delusional and, for giving and, uh, that much money, though. And. Uh, what? What's the money? What are you talking about? That's the only person jumping around, man. You're talking about ability and money. What's what's going on? I said on? that you, he's not delusional, but the Knicks were delusional for paying him as much money as they did, thinking he was better than he was. Well, I mean, if that's a, I mean, everybody's delusional. Denver Broncos are delusional for signing Peyton Manning for twenty for paying him twenty five million. But I mean, you know, Amari, he's not. Uh, Amari's not delusional. He's you know he's a good solid veteran to have on your team. He can mentor guys. He's stable. He's married. You you never see him in any, in any tabloid headlines. And he was playing in New York. So in Dallas, you know that. I mean, I'd say that he's going to be a steady guy and a good influence in the locker room, which is uh, which is cool. You know, so so good good for them. Good pickup. Excellent Gives him a solid thing. backup behind uh, Nerwitzki and as well as Jalen as well. I like to pick up as well. well yeah, He's, we, we, I thought we already came to that conclusion that it was good. I was, I was agreeing. With I mean, you just statement. sitting over there reading the computer, and <laughs> I know this might come as a shock, Brandon. I actually agreed with you though. This might, this might but you're blow funny. your mind. You're funny, man. You're funny, man. Because like I make a good point, and then you'll be like, "Oh, yeah, hold up." While I'm talking, let me read this real quick. Let me Google this. Let me Wikipedia's. And then add, uh, you know, another five cents to it. But that's why I love you, Trevor. I love you, man. First of all, I'm not on Wikipedia. I'm on Twitter. I and love second you. Second of all, uh, I, ha- I, I got to point out your good points because they thing. come few and far between. And I want to reiterate that, that you had a good one. That I agree with. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> but uh, hey, man. But you know what else is that? Uh, UFC. They're doing. Oh, they're doing a drug testing policy. Okay, cool. Speaking of Lance Armstrong, but I mean it's like a day late and dollar short. What does the drug testing policy do if you're not gonna do anything, man? I mean everybody know. I mean, but who? I mean who? Who didn't believe? Talking about the UFC, who didn't believe that? I mean, come on, man, you got to be hopped up to get into a cage and fight somebody for three minutes straight and or however many minutes during that. And I'm talking about UFC bare knuckle brawling in. You gotta. I mean, you have to be on something, man. You're not on that. Can't you can't be on pure adrenaline for that for that thing, you know. But hey, that's just me. I mean, I try to rationalize things, but I mean, but then again, if you're gonna if you're gonna fight this UFC thing, then it's not a whole lot of rationalization that goes on in your head. I'm assuming. Look, man, this thing on this 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 Patriots thing. We are we all knew it, man. We all knew it. Deflate gate. Of course, they come up with it was funny. I was look I was watching television and they come up with the guy, you know, they they've got a spotlight on the uh like the, the, the third string ball boy or whatever, trying to they were and they were as they were talking, they said, Well this guy he tried to um he tried to give the referees an unapproved uh kicking ball. Forty-eight-year-old Jim McNally, he tried to give him a uh, unapproved uh, kicking ball that would have been—I I guess it would have been specially marked or something. Come on, man! I mean, look, man. I'm gonna tell you, man. 
take away, and I know this is old. Everybody's over it. The ticker tape is already uh, falling. Um, everybody's in love with Gronkowski and Edelman, who goes to sleep and lets lets chicks take Twitter pictures of him, Instagram pictures of him after he's you know spent the night with him and all this other crazy stuff. Um, you know, but look, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is this: take away all the Super Bowls, man. That's what you got to do. If you take away Michigan's, if you take away Michigan's uh, Final Fours, if you take away, uh, if you don't let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, if you take, if you void the wins of you know whoever that you say cheated, if you give SMU the death penalty, if you uh, if you ban certain teams for life, if you ban uh, Luke from the USA, and if you take away the wins of those Chicago kids. I say you strip, go snatch every ring off of the stubbly, uh, slimy hands of the New England Patriots, snatch all four Super Bowl rings, and then be done with it. That's what I say, man, because they cheated. They've been proven as cheating, and, and, and you can't trust anything they say. That's what I think, and this is the lowest thing to do. This is the lowest of the low things that you could do, blaming on the ball boy. Come on, man. This guy, I mean, this guy makes what ten bucks a year for the Patriots, and 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 so it's all his fault. Everything happened because of him. It, it's crazy, man. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Does it surprise it's not, you? It's not even logical. Does it surprise me that the ball boy did it? No, that the the the, the, the uppers would would blame it on someone down below. Ah, you saw it coming a mile away, man. You I mean, saw it coming a mile it's away. It's the American way. That's how you survive as a big, as a big corporation. You yeah. blame the you blame yeah. the, the ones below. They can't. And that's I mean, a good. That's happen. a good point. That's a good point. That's what happens when you got. You know, I guess Kraft has become a football guy now, but these none of these guys are football guys. A football guy is is like is like you know your high school coach, right? He loves football. He goes he goes from elementary school um, teaching a kindergarten, kindergarten class to rushing over to the high school to coach his kids. That's a football guy, all right? Football guy is not an owner who's make, pulling strings and, 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 you know, doing and trying to bring over the acumen from his business that he's run successfully, uh, cheating people and things like that, to bring it over to football. So when you bring that, when you bring that business model and that business mentality into football, then that's what you get. That's 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 a great point. That's absolutely right, Trevor. When you bring that over and and you mix the two, then that's what you get. You get a of a, a league that will bend the rules as far as possible um, until you get caught, and then wipe you know, and then blame blame the security guy or blame you know whoever, and that's what happens. And the athletes. Probably the athletes are like, look, man. I mean, I, I could, I, I think I can attest. I, I, the athletes are like, hey, look, we want to win, but, but even the athletes, an athlete wants to play. They don't want a guy who's limping on the other side. They want to play good competition, and to measure, to be able to measure themselves. But these business people that are in football and in sports in general, what they want to, they want to win. They want a bottom line. They want profit. They don't care how it's done. They want it. They like the finished product, and that's what you're going to have, man. I mean, and I, and I think, and I think honestly, this whole NFL playoff thing, 
I I mean, we'll see it. I want I want to see if they run the numbers, the analytics analytics on uh, attendance. You know, before and after, uh, before and after that um, the the the, the that debacle with the um, Deflate Gate and the last play of the Super Bowl. I want to I want to see him run the attendance from this season to last season to see if it goes down, especially with the domestic violence and all the other stuff that's going on. And you know, this is a headline in football. Um, and 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 people, I don't know if people have lost. I want to see if people have lost their faith in in professional sports, man. Because you know, is it real? Is what I'm watching and what I'm paying for? Is it a real pure product? And is the best team really winning, or is the script already written beforehand? And um, you know, because it, it kind of it's kind of creeping in into it. And going that way, that it seems like that people already are picking winners and losers. Especially, you got to you got to think about that with all the money that is involved in professional sports, man. I mean, it's like it's just it's crazy. You ask, you got to think about that. But hey, that's just what it is. Check it. If you want to get in touch with us, um, get involved in this conversation. Oxmoor Full Linger Buzz Line three eight four fourteen fifty. 384 1450. And of course, if you want to uh, follow us, Facebook, it's Out of Bounds. You just like us and, you know, you'll see all the news that we put up on Twitter at OO, what is it, OOB Radio. Uh, you can follow us, OOB Radio. And on Facebook, I think it's something, I don't know. I always forget this thing, man. Backslash something, whatever. Worst plug, me, social media plugs of all time. You were waiting for it. I know, man. I know. But, of course, the show is brought to you by LawyerForTheCity.com. LawyerForTheCity.com. Personal injury, wrong for death, all that stuff. But, look, man, we'll be right back. Out of bounds. Don't underestimate my ability. Don't definite my character. Look, man, you know, coming, wrapping this thing up, uh, you know, like I, we started off talking about this rivalry thing, got away from it a little bit, but I mean, hey, this is one of the biggest rivalries in basketball, um, college, ba- I mean, you know, I know this is, you know, Louisville town, all that stuff, but I mean, if you're a huge college basketball fan, which most people around here are. This is a big rivalry, man. I mean, over the years, you know, this is it. Duke, Carolina, man. Kids grow up just like kids, NFL people, the kids that get drafted, they all want to play for the Cowboys. People that go to school, you know, nowadays they want to play. Well, back in the, not as much now, but still, Carolina still has its luster. You want to play for Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, you know, uh, to a less degree, Louisville, to a lesser degree, IU to a lesser degree, WKU, which you know, I mean, those are good teams. Those are good teams. But I'm talking about the premier. Like when you play baseball, you want to play for the Yankees. When you play football, you want to play for the Cowboys. When you play back college basketball, it's Duke, Carolina, Kentucky. You know, those are uh, so. It's a big rivalry, man. A pretty big rivalry. I mean, this is this is up there with. Um, 
New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox, Cowboys and Indians, the Cowboys and Redskins, you know. So you're, you're talking Philly about – Philly and everybody. All sport robberies. You're not just pigeonholing to college basketball when you talk about its level of – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's – Kentucky, Louisville. Was yeah. it going deep people coming up uh, next, or I don't know if plural would be the proper term to use because it's the only one. Uh, you'd have to almost include Ohio State and Michigan. And oh, obviously, yeah. I think Auburn, yeah. Alabama is a little bigger than it is now because it's in the spotlight of the success of both programs. Right. But to me, I mean, I'm this may be blasphemy, especially as a UL fan, I think Louisville, Kentucky is right there in the top five. Oh, yeah. But – Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, I've I've stayed in Columbus for a brief time, and I've witnessed that. Right? I mean, it's huge. I think it's it may be the biggest. Huge. I, I mean, it's right up there. The difference between Duke and North Carolina, I think, that puts them behind Louisville, Kentucky, and even behind even Auburn, Alabama, and and Michigan, Ohio State is they don't like each other, but their fan bases don't hate each other. There's ah, Kentucky. There's Kentucky and Louisville fans know, that man. that hate each other. Louisville hates I Kentucky. Know. I don't think there's that much hate. And I don't, and and this is, I mean, this may be a stereotype in this respect to and you know North Carolina better than I do but it's because of the, the the fan base that it is Duke's fan base isn't a rabid fan base to me it's a more middle class upper class we want to support our team but it does our life doesn't revolve around what Duke does in sports and then maybe the same with North Carolina and Louisville Kentucky. Alabama, I mean Michigan and, and Ohio State, those fan bases, some of the lives of the people that, that love those teams, their fam their their life surrounds around what that that fam that team does, whether it be successful or unsuccessful. Uh I mean I think You don't see any people putting Duke tattoos on their bodies on, on message boards and on, on blogs like you see Louisville, Kentucky, Ohio State, Michigan, Auburn. Yeah, would, would North Carolina fan poison a, a historical landmark in a tree? Is <laughs> it a rivalry between Duke and North Carolina, like Auburn? They just brought they just brought those they just brought those trees back. Yeah, right? I mean, see, that's the thing. I think it's a robbery and it's a good one because of the success of the program, especially over the last thirty years. But it doesn't have the deep seated rivalry that the fan bases give to other to other sports, and then and, and professional is a little different too because it's professional. Doesn't have the same zing to it. But oh. at my say here, I would say a little bit. Uh, this is CJ with going deep here. <laughs> Just giving a little bit of my opinion here on the uh, Brandon Lawrence's show here. Um, there's not the deep-seated negative aspect of the uh, feud you see sometimes in the aspect, the anger. You don't hear about, you know, North Carolina or Duke uh, fans pulling other people over. Like uh, <laughs> if you have the uh, Calvin Penn on uh, Auburn sticker, there's been <laughs> Alabama cops who have known to pull it all over for obscene, uh, you know, just because they, uh, they're they upset about someone peeing on their <laughs> – on on the symbol of their school, something like that, like that kind of stuff. You just don't see that type of absurdity. However, there's a different level to this rivalry in the fact that I think Roy Williams was very accurate when he said, this is the college basketball game to where not just fans of the game want to know who won, the nation actually wonders who won the game. It could be part about how ESPN markets it, but I think a lot of parts is that they are national brands. People wear yeah. their clothing across the country, even if they're in California everywhere. And people just want to know, oh, who won the North yeah. Carolina Duke game? It's like, and, and then they don't think about it again. But that for that period of time, every time they play, it's a national story. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's true outside of Kentucky with Louisville and yeah. Kentucky. That's not the case. But totally that agree. makes it almost like a cupcake rivalry. To me. Totally Does that make sense? It makes it like a a paper line rivalry because it doesn't have the the hatred and the fight and the arguments and the and just utter bitterness between the two. It's got popularity, which is a which is a which is a, a big part of making it the best rivalry, maybe. 
but it doesn't make it the best rivalry just because what you said, and I agree with what you said, CJ, you're right. More people across the country that don't like either school or care about either school still follow that rivalry opposed to other rivalries. Uh, but it, but the lack of hatred, just it, it, it puts it down the chart for me. It it's, just does. It's what puts it behind Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio yeah. State and Michigan, and operates, other they operate similarly. Uh, that's that's the other game. That's the other rivalry in the college game that I've compared North Carolina and, and Duke in that way in which the nation pays attention to who wins that game every year. They pay attention to it on both coasts, even though it's in the Big Ten country. However, the underneath that just national attention is pure hatred. Those two programs really, really dislike each other. So at least there's that going on. Um, it, I don't think that's the ugliest rivalry in like college sports. I think there's plenty of other college sports that um, uh, I think there's a, a lot more venom in multiple rivalries in the ACC and the Big 12, um, just pure venom than even Ohio State and Michigan. But Michigan – has that balance? Ohio State, Michigan has that balance of national brand and hatred. Sure, there's robberies that we don't know about. That, that you're right. I mean, Kansas, Kansas, you know, Kansas and Missouri. I'm sure they. Know, I know Missouri alums that just despise Kansas and vice versa. Especially in my short trip to Kansas recently, hate Kansas or hate oh, Kansas State for that matter. T- Texas and Texas A and M. Yeah, I mean those two. Texas I mean, and anybody else in Texas, really? Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone outside of uh, Texas hates Texas in uh, in the state of Texas. Houston, I mean Houston hates Texas. Everyone hates Texas because Texas keeps all the money for themselves. Yeah. Texas, Oklahoma. You're right. I mean there are other rivalries that don't get to. But I think it's a good point when you say Ohio State, Michigan does the best balance of the fluffness that is the Duke North Carolina rivalry mixed with the hatred that is the Louisville Kentucky Auburn Alabama and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Why, why Bosch and DePaul? <laughs> DePaul is no one's rival. Uh, that's that DePaul is a rival to someone like Navy and Notre Dame. Do it's not a rivalry when you lose fifty years in a row. Okay, yeah. it just it's not it doesn't make it a rivalry. It's terrible, man. You got to win a few games, and Kentucky fans are going to point out, well, that doesn't mean Louisville, Kentucky's not a rivalry because Cal Perry's seven and one versus Patino. Oh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. you're saying that's not. No, not I'm not saying rivalry. it's that bad. Fifty no, and eight are two not, completely different it's not numbers. A rivalry. <laughs> it's not a rivalry anymore. But look, man, like you said, going deep, guys or guy today <laughs> is coming CJ's on. CJ's not that big. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> he's coming on. Um, hey. You know what time it is. Every what Wednesday, five o'clock. It's uh out of bounds. We're out of here. Going deeps up next. <laughs>